Thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif, an urban planner, and you're more than welcome to join my big journey of exploring the making of smarter and more livable cities. Please don't forget to follow Urbanistica on the different social media platforms and also let's connect on LinkedIn. Big thanks to Urbanistica podcast partner, Afri. Afri is an international engineering and design company providing sustainable solutions in the fields of energy, industry and infrastructure. Are you ready for a new episode? Let's go for it. Today we have a new story from Pontevedra and I have the pleasure to welcome you, Nurhan, to Urbanistica Podcast. Hey and welcome. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? Uh, good. I've been, it's been like a long week in Pontevedra. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I've been uh, contemplating on uh, many things and reflecting and uh, it's, it's quite a nice time to be in the city. Nice. How was your session? Because I know you have... Uh, yeah. Just arrived from the <laughs> session. <laughs> yeah, it, we were uh, quite afraid from the pouring rain because it's an outdoor activity session. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, when, when one of uh, actually my colleagues, she said she had like magic to to stop the rain and that actually happened. <laughs> okay, then we need her in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, some uh, magic wound. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, sunny for the place yeah. and uh, yeah, we were pretty lucky. Nice, nice. So I, I love to hear more about your session. Mm -hmm. Before we do that, I love the, to know more about you. So how would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about your passion? Uh, well, I'm Nurhan. I would like to introduce myself as a woman, an architect, uh, Egyptian, and uh, uh, advocating for uh, feminist urbanism. This is what quite uh, defined me. Yeah. And what are you passionate about? Um, uh, okay, I'm passionate about uh, placemaking, people, uh, cities, uh, active urbanism, and uh, integrating everyone in the picture. This is the most I love. Yeah. yeah. So t tell me more about your session today, about the topic. Uh, yeah, uh, my topic, uh, Gaming the City, it comes from my uh, my like latest think tank, Gaming X. <laughs> That it's really about uh, activating uh, places for play and for basically everything. Yeah. For um, mainly underrepresented kids, uh, girls, women, and uh, marginalized groups. Uh, and yeah, basically for everyone to create inclusive uh, places for everyone to be, where everyone has their own um a right in the place mm. to reclaim their own right in places this is uh quite absent in uh in some uh, places i've been mm. which which really was intriguing to to think to like connect and yeah. uh, know more people that we can do some something about that yeah. yeah and what are we missing as urban practitioners now when we like urban design uh yeah uh, maybe Placemaking is all about the participatory approach, and this is what mostly I think uh, 
uh, absent for mm. the practitioners. But uh, this is why where we are here and uh, calling ourselves placemaker and trying to make the difference, uh, difference to to be more um, uh, collaborative and everyone uh, in mind. So, um, so yeah, this is what uh, what's quite uh, absent in uh, governance implementation projects as well. Uh, that uh, they usually uh, think they know better and uh, usually <laughs> don't <laughs> listen to everyone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we need uh, people to to be on the table. So like, uh, what did you do in your session, like and the activities? Uh, so yeah, today it was about uh, some uh, urban games. So we had some uh, games to play in the public space. And my game was about a place play. Uh, I studied a bit uh, the map of Pontevedra and uh, the like uh, piazzas around Praza de Tuecro for everyone to have a wander. So, okay, now it, it, it has been intense couple of days and it's time <laughs> to uh, sit down and reflect and wander uh, without your phone and without the map, without the rush and the deadlines and the timings <laughs> and everything. <laughs> So wandering a bit and uh, yeah, everyone was up for a nice wander with uh, their uh, like thinking uh, template. Yeah. They can think about yeah. uh, the, 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 the linkage, the um, uh, projects happening, everyone about, yeah, and people, their Porsches to have some connection with the city without uh, the rush. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was quite a wonder. So people went uh, for like 20 minutes wandering around. Some managed to visit more than one piazza. Some like wandered for the route uh, they wanted to to like explore more yeah. uh, on the on the map. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then everyone was back with their own um, uh, reflections and uh, route and cognitive map. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, everyone developed their own certain mental map and uh, uh, approach for the place, how yeah. they saw it from their own point of view, background in uh, the cities they are coming from. Uh, from like it, it was diverse. We had a lot of uh, like uh, insightful comments about yeah, wow, it was different to see that's happening at that time of day. And uh, wow, I saw like uh, people having lunch from their. Uh, uh, houses in in the quiet time of the day and uh, like why some um, like businesses not working well enough as others mm -hmm. and uh, yeah this kind of reflection to hear everyone and uh, it's quite diverse because like wow a, lo a lot of points of view and how we reflected to your city and uh, and yeah reflect back and back and forth back and forth yeah yeah, yeah. and why you call it like game uh, because it's uh, it's about uh, taking a pause. Yeah. It's about uh, just wandering in a in a. It it can be a game as well because there were like actually games like <laughs> some squats and going on, so you can like enjoy the space uh, by being yourself, uh, being active, or wandering and wandering and walking is uh, is a part of being active as well uh, and. Uh, and yeah, to to bit uh, find you like your the, the city or this place as your own like playground and uh, and textures ground and like to see things and hear things and smell things and and uh, yeah express it your way exactly. So how can we as a place uh, makers or or what are the key elements that we should should think about 
like from let's say inspired from your session uh well um it's quite obvious that um everyone basically uh they know what they need and uh, everyone's basically a placemaker in their own uh, points of view it's just uh, we all need to find our people find uh, find like the that our our like motive and what unites us and like move from there so uh, actually that um, from different backgrounds you can see a lot of placemakers thinking uh, in, in different approaches but this is what makes it more holistic and uh, like open doors for things but uh, everyone when you listen to their needs uh, they they already have like a point of view of how how it can be solved mm -hmm. like my need is la 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 and you can solve it like that and uh, as a practitioner you just uh, need to listen or as an urban planner and architect etc yeah and when you say listen so how do we listen <laughs> Uh, well, uh, yeah, it's quite uh, putting everyone uh, uh, represented in the community. And, uh, and of course, you won't reach everyone, every single person. But of course, you can reach their, uh, uh, their like, majority of ideas and uh, connecting people somehow to, to maybe finding their own um, uh, trustee someone from the community they trust and maybe representing some of the people so yeah yeah and i know you're studying a phd yeah how is it going uh it's actually going quite well because as well it's about uh, some culture and art and incremental uh, tactical urbanism approaches into like um brighter future and uh and yeah, in, in the Egyptian context, and we have some nice uh, cultural uh, scene going on, uh, especially uh, in the pyramids area, reclaiming this area with like an open exhibition. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there are some exciting initiatives going on. Interesting. So how is it like a place making in, in uh, Egypt or project? Is it like what we do here in Europe? uh well in egypt it's um it's not yet embodied in uh, like the top-down approach it's still uh like separate a bit in that sense uh, but more people are knowing uh like uh like wow this is a term for for actually knowing what people needs and like acting on it yeah so uh and we have a lot of like grassroots maybe they don't call themselves placemakers or yeah. they don't know the term but they're doing very much uh a community work and listening to uh, underrepresented uh, uh, marginalized people from the community and um, and yeah so it, it's not necessarily called placemaking but yeah. a lot of it's like uh, many parts of the world like yeah. uh, they don't yeah. call it we didn't coin the term yet <laughs> <laughs> but like is it common that uh, people work with the placemaking or no it's like only the government taking care of different development projects uh, well, uh, some uh, some people are lucky to convince some mayors to do some uh, some top bottom approaches, but uh, some uh, foundations are working on their own a bit, and uh, yeah, it's okay because uh, it's like uh, they're starting something there, and uh, yeah, it can be embedded step by step into uh, into the whole governance aspect, hopefully. Yeah. 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 So, so in your PhD. Uh, what is like what do you compare or what do you study specifically is that like specific uh, area or projects uh, yeah because i'm studying the contextual differences and uh studying mainly uh, cairo in uh in a certain area in cairo 
uh, in in the frame, analyzing framework, um, like doing uh, iterative analysis uh, over and over, observing the project and uh, analyzing the process, whether it succeeded or not. Really, we can't really tell, but uh, uh, yeah, it's all about hands-on experiences and uh, evaluating what's going on and and uh, mainly uh, interviewing people. <laughs> okay, like a placemakers. Uh, no, or, or no, no, no. The people who Interview are like citizens, citizens, okay. yeah, yeah. That 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 may be affected somehow for for, for the project. Yeah. They want something, and uh, yeah, starting from there. So nice. So, what are the challenges there? Uh, the challenges will always be that uh, you can't get everyone uh, idea about something, and this is uh, quite okay, right? Like we we hope to represent everyone, but okay, you mean so. Yeah, but that's not always the case. But uh, yeah, and and because we have very different uh, neighborhood and communities, you can uh, you can really uh, be different in your approach uh, depending on the culture and mentality, etc. So uh, you have to be very much uh, social, uh, uh, like sensitive in that sense. Mm-hmm. And like based on your experience and what you study and so on, what should placemakers stop doing? Uh, okay, uh, maybe I, I'm telling myself I really stop uh, uh, giving up. <laughs> Don't give up, folks. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I I sometimes find it overwhelming and like, how can I get started from where? And, and then, oh my God, it's quite big. Then maybe I can like, okay, this is not working. Mm. But then yet you need to make it work. So yeah, d- don't give up. Stop giving up. <laughs> yeah, stop giving up. And what should placemakers uh, keep doing or start doing? Uh, well, I'm. Um, I think uh, start doing. Uh, I really, I'm really. I was impressed uh, in the in this uh, like uh, visit in Pontevedra with like the the kids sessions. So I think when and they really represented very creative and nice ideas. And I think when we get to listen to the kids more that, that magic can happen yeah. really i today i was so impressed with like what kids think and how sensitive to the environment uh they are so yeah wow they have this like fresh points of view that we might forget or we might impose on them yeah so but but they had like uh like some some of the kids they want uh more uh, you know croquettes uh, shops <laughs> and he was growing <laughs> i need the croquettes yeah and the other one he he wanted like uh, a basketball instead of this terrace at the end of the piazza so yeah i think a basketball playground would have been <laughs> suitable <laughs> in that piazza yeah right <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah it's it's such a fresh nice eyes and kids Kids know knows everything. Yeah, and uh, Nurhan, when you introduce yourself, you say I'm a woman. Yeah. So tell us more about uh, like first, like uh, why you stress that, mm-hmm. uh, what's the like, importance, and then um, how can we create more uh, spaces for? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, because uh, I think integrating feminist uh, approaches and more more women in the decision table. 
is uh, quite vital. Uh, a lot of discussions are made by uh, men and uh, and men are represented over and over in uh, the decision making and showing up and uh, making everything work. Uh, but then, uh, like, now it's different. Women need to be uh, in the scene. They should uh, decide what kind of cities they want, what, yeah. what works for them and what's not working. And uh, and be implemented from the top, like the governance implementation, to to the really small uh, community of women being heard. Mm. So um, so yeah, I'm advocating for women urbanism. <laughs> That's amazing. So like, what are like let's say top three elements that we should think about uh, when we develop a place or create this place? can take a public space as an as an example yeah. so yeah i think uh, the people the all living organisms the planet <laughs> mm. so and uh, last importantly uh, the the surrounding as a context like a man made thingy but i think the planetary aspect like now more more focus on like make it uh, friendly for women uh yeah of course when you make it friendly for women it's uh, it's basically uh, a lively place. Is, is it right, right what I say? Like friendly for women or wrong? I don't know, to be honest. Like I know like yeah, okay, child-friendly. Yeah, but yeah, right. Because sometimes some cities are quite hostile for women and uh, they keep failing women uh, over and over. So why cities still fail women? Why cities are not always just for women? Mm. So this is, this is what empowering the feminist urbanism approach into cities is about. So, uh, so yeah, so when in, devel in developing any, anything, of course, the planet and, and all living organisms, and in that sense as well, inclusivity for, for special needs, for, uh, for, you know, you can't, you cannot like let anyone out. So when I say everyone, like I mean everyone on the decision table, uh, women and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And is it possible to get everyone on the decision table? Uh, yeah, I How? think so. We can just uh, broaden our vision because it's been years and years of men represented on the table. Mm -hmm. And I think you can uh, organize that <laughs> in a sense and get everyone. Yeah. yeah. So back to the question, like, what are the elements that make a place more friendly for women? Uh, you got to ask women. Uh, I ask that you now. Place. No, no. In oh, that you mean place, like a, in an element? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they and they will answer you vividly because I think um, women know what they want and uh, uh, their background, their culture, their everything in a certain place is definitely different than yeah. uh, than the others. So this is like a key element. Them. Yeah, uh, ask, ask women them. there. Yeah, yeah. others. Um, so yeah, when they are represented in uh, the decision making, and when you ask them uh, where they live and how they want to live, mm -hmm. I think you you get pretty much uh, quite a successful equation there. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, like notice quickly that this place is not for you as a woman? <sighs> yeah, definitely. Because caregivers, everything. Because women are uh, they they maybe uh, like a woman. I'm walking by myself, but then a woman is walking with a stroller. And it's she finds the city in a totally different uh, perspective, like a caregiver, whether a man or woman. So, um, so yeah, you know a woman when uh, you know a city when it's not uh, really made for women and yeah. when it's underrepresented there. 
So, can, yeah. can you, uh, Nurhan, can you give us like an example of latest time you felt okay, this is not for me as a woman, like some some experience? Yeah, when when I start questioning um, uh, the time that I'm uh, walking by, and uh, when I start questioning the that my outfit or my style, this is when I feel okay. This the city is being hostile to me because I'm uh, I'm like overthinking and double thinking uh, what uh, time I should be in like home and uh, what should I be wearing or doing to to like to be okay for the city. So this is this is why I feel okay. The city failed me in that sense. Yeah, and from more like um, design or urban design, more if you talk about the physical environment. Um, how, how can you give us an example that you felt okay this is not for me i uh, know women, women are not actually aliens <laughs> so basically they're human exactly and yeah. they have like the same like physical aspect but i mean like uh, uh culturally maybe i maybe it's small things like a well-lit street can make a difference of yeah. course when they when they when like the big uh implementation aspects can take place but we really cannot ignore the small uh, like uh, great uh, small initiatives there that can make really different. Like like in Egypt, we have the street. It was very much uh, a bad street. No woman can walk in like after a certain hour. And then uh, the, the like the the actually the solution was like a kiosk and lit uh, lit area. And this it it made a huge difference in the place. So yeah, yeah. interesting. Now I'm happy to talk to you. You have like so many different. Um inspiration elements like uh, from yeah. uh, from like Bit your session diverse uh, background i have <laughs> yeah which is amazing which i what i can uh, like uh, hear when you're talking now it's great so now we're in the end of um, this conversation and i have uh, three questions for you mm-hmm. are you ready mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is uh, a message to pontevedra city hosting us yeah. hosting us for the placemaking uh, well, uh, Pontevedra has been a uh, very nice city as uh, as I uh, I loved uh, being in the city, uh, food wise, walking wise, and uh, yeah, it, it's quite a friendly city, and I understand why it's uh, it's chosen to like we have a lot to learn from Pontevedra. Uh, so yeah, it, it's very much a human scale city, and. Uh, uh, everything is walkable and it's actually embodying the 15 minute city uh, in in its context. So I loved uh, I loved being here so much, and uh, and I think maybe uh, they they can rethink a bit the the like whole logistical system of uh, tr- transporting uh, maybe the vital necessities maybe the cars are, are a bit uh, bigger than uh, than the city scale so like the old town the, yeah in the old town so, so the vehicles are are big quite big <laughs> <laughs> they can they, they can like uh, invent something uh, smarter maybe <laughs> i don't know but yeah, yeah. Uh, we can put it on the table <laughs> interesting and uh, three takeaway messages to our listeners uh well uh, you need to uh, to always uh, listen to what other uh, experiences of placemakers have been through, they they ha- they have a lot to teach, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, everyone has their own story and uh, their own uh, perspective, and merging these perspective and uh, contemplating together is actually uh, was like a very nice uh, thing to do here. One of the most uh, 
in any conversation uh, it's uh, it's the most valuable thing it can come up from anything it's yeah. like the human conversation and one question pre the last question what is like the best thing you experience here during placemaking week Uh, well, as I said, the human connection with the fellow placemakers uh, that I've already knew or I'm knowing. So yeah, it's like a family growing, and uh, I love uh, I love having like uh, same people with same mindsets and bigger family. That's nice. So the last question is going to be you asking it to us. What mm. my turn? It's like it's your turn now to ask a question. So, what is your question to me and to our listeners? When uh, the project is uh, finished or evaluated, or uh, I know it's an ongoing um, like process, but when I can say I have like the results <laughs> of my project, is it is it when it's not finished? I can have some uh, uh, like uh, results. What's what's like? Was it successful? Was it? I don't know because it's never finished, you know. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. Well, when I know that uh, it's it's time for me to move on on to another project. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Nurhan, thank you so much for giving your time, and I'm really happy to meet you here. Thank you, Mustafa. Uh, it was a pleasure. And hopefully, see you in the next uh, placemaking week, Europe. Yeah. Hopefully, see you soon. See you. Well, thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. You learned something new and also got inspired by the guest. Don't forget to share the episode on your social media and recommend it to people you think they are really interested in this topic. Thank you so much again for giving your valuable time to Urbanistica podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif. Keep up the good work. Keep loving cities.